0: So the second major championship of the golf season is about to get underway this weekend on Thursday at Shinnecock Hills, the US Open, and joining me to preview the big event is Nar Lyons, odds checker, golf tipster, and someone who just keeps banging in the winners. You win more than Justin Thomas.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully we can continue that this week. Yeah, yeah. Thing,
0: fingers, I mean, I, I've carried on thinking that surely your good run's going to end, so therefore ignoring your tips, and it's been, I've been the one cost, been, you know... Losing out on it. So, uh, yeah,
1: well, it's strange because when you start backing winners, you kind of get a bit more confident. When you're up, when your back's up against the wall, yeah. it's a different story. And sometimes you make bad decisions when your back's up against the wall. And so I think when you have a few winners, when the track gives you a bit more freedom.
0: Fingers crossed. Well, we'll get to your tips in a second. And there'll be, there'll be one man I think is more desperate to win a major tournament than anyone else. And he'll be delighted to hear that, that, he, that you've tipped him if he does. Hear. But anyway, first, we're going to talk about the course and, uh, and, and Shinnecock Hills. Last host of the US Open in 2004, Retief Goosen won it then, but I think it's fair to say that the changes that have been made to the course probably mean that looking at the bare form from that wouldn't necessarily translate into, into this year's event. How do you approach looking at a course where you know, it's realistically changed a lot since the event was last held there?
1: Yeah, well, there's a lot of similar things, you know, from the '95 and 2004 Open too. It'll always play difficult. It's a US Open, and Shinnecock considered America's finest links, you know, it's as close as they get to a links course. So uh, there have been changes, mainly that after Goosen won in 2004, they widened the fairways. So I think they're, they widened from something like an average of 18 yards to 40 yards. Now they've since been brought in uh, by Mike Davis, the USGA, to uh, around an average of 26 yards, but that's still mighty wide for a US Open, and especially a US Open at Shinnecock. So off the tee, it's definitely going to be a bit more forgiving, as usual. But uh, length off the tee is going to be important too. When you've got a wide fairway, it definitely suits the Bombers. And they can fly some of the trouble that some of the shorter hitters can't. They can just see different lines off the tee. gives them a big advantage. Uh, another few changes that, is that uh, the greens have been enlarged. Since 2004, also. But the the most significant change is the rough around the greens. They've been that has all been shaved off, and uh, there's now just closely mown areas all around the greens, and the green the greens are quite raised as well. So, I think a high ball fight going in towards these greens, you know, receptive greens as well for for, for U.S. Open, especially at Senakok, you know, they will be a lot more receptive than usual. That that'll be a big advantage, but as opposed to before in 2004, where if you missed the green, you were you big heavy rough and you'd problems stopping the ball and judging the pace towards the hole, it's totally different now with the moan areas and you know you'll get a chance to spin the ball, but it, it, it takes an awful lot more skill. But you'll get a chance to spin the ball and get closer to the hole. So basically, from tee to green, there's a fair bit of change.
0: Do you think that could translate into a lower scoring open this time? Because I mean, I think there's going to be a bit of rain before the event. And it's going to be completely dry uh, during it, so they're going to be able to get it in, get it in close, firing some darts to the pin.
1: Yeah, I definitely do. Uh, that's just been the way of the US Open this last ten years or so, where uh, better scoring has seemed to come in, and they've seemed to give up that idea of you know par being the winning score. Uh, Mike Davis has changed things up in the US Open, but. Uh, this will, although Sinecock has always proven one of the, the toughest US Opens, this, I do think that you'll need birdies this week. It, it'll definitely be a low-scoring Open. I think so anyway, depending on the on the, the weather, which could always change in the run-up. But at the start of the week, you know, it was definitely going to be flat calm, for the, well, more or less flat calm for the rest of the week. But now, just we're choosing now, leading into the event, the weather's changing and the wind's getting up. And all the trees have been cut down. Obviously, that's another change since 2004. There's no trees left in the course, so the, the course is even more exposed to wind than what it was before. So, if there is wind, you know, it's definitely going to affect scores and players and stuff. But I think it'll be a low scoring open.
0: And if you, you know, trying to work out which, play, which players you're going to back who's who it's going to suit I mean there's been talk before that players who, who may be a, a well accustomed to Lynx golf play well at Shinnecock as well but maybe if the weather's going to be okay that isn't really so much of a fact I mean what key strengths are you looking at for guys who you've selected to, to back here
1: my main thing is wind players you know obviously guys who play well in the wind probably will have a good Lynx record as well but those who can handle the wind I think even if it's even as you know, flat calm. Flat calm, we're, we're saying, 8 to 10 mile an hour winds. Uh, that could still cause havoc around Shinnecock Hills, especially around the greens. So no matter what the weather is, I think wind's going to be the big factor. And I'm looking to the, the wind players, and I think everyone that I've picked more or less this week are good wind players.
0: So let's get into it then. Your tips went up on site, I think it was yesterday or the day before. Um, so some of the prices, as ever, have, have started to vanish uh, or a sea of blue on odds checker. But the the headline tip, I mean, I, I read a lot of people's um, betting previews in order to, to kind of un- understand where I stand. And, and every single one I've read so far seems to tip up the man who who is yet to win that major tournament, and that's Ricky Fowler. And you've gone three points each way for Ricky. He is best priced currently at 20 to one with a few firms. Um, black type, 20 to one, seven places, probably the, the best of them at the moment. I mean, is it what you saw at Augusta with Ricky challenging on the final day? Is it just the state of his game? What is it that makes you think that he is ready to finally uh, to, to lift that curse?
1: Yeah, a, bit, a big plus was his finish at the Masters, I have to say. I was well impressed by how he played that week. Uh, Butch Harmon was, was in the studio talking about his tactics that week and playing shot by shot and hole by hole something that he had failed to do before and he had always got ahead of himself whenever he got in the position even the smaller events as opposed to majors so there was a change of tactics at Augusta and I think uh, it very nearly paid dividends and he was quite impressive especially in the finish when he needed birdies he was making them you know chasing down Patrick Reed. so that was a change for Fowler I think that was just a step up maybe and uh, it took him a while to learn how to win in the PGA Tour too and maybe a, a bit longer than w- what we thought it would have so I think the majors are, are just in the same category, it's taken him a bit longer just to, to learn how to win one and I think he's very close now uh, I talked about it in the run up to the Masters that he was going through swing changes and uh, there was just the odd although it was working very well for him he said it was just the odd bad swing thrown in there uh, just that's powerful of course when you're making swing changes so there was just plenty of loose shots and they're still in there to be fair so it, it, it is still a risk but they're becoming less and less I think last time I he finished 8th I think in the memorial and he was in the water 3 or 4 times that week he only finished 4 off the pace so considering if he had just been a bit more accurate that week he could have won he could have been you know 12, 14 to 1 heading in here so for me, he's just, he looks as if he's just about ready to win one.
0: It's interesting, reading what he's been saying this week, I think he has also alluded to the fact that his finish at the Masters suggests to him that he's ready to win a, to win a major. But I remember him making similar noises before Augusta last year and uh, and a complete blowout on the first day with of contention. Is there an issue that maybe for a player who does struggle under, under pressure, if he's putting the pressure on himself, that could be where it all falls apart?
1: Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Uh, I think I've only backed him in one major before and he missed a cut. He bombed for me too. so. Uh, but I think you know, having Butch Harman and the, 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 that Harmon camp is relentless at winning majors and you can't underestimate that. Uh, he's got a good team. Obviously, Harmon at the Masters was talking about his relationship with the caddy. He was growing and on course. So it was getting better and better. So things are improving in that department and maybe that was just what was missing. He's got the game. Uh, his putter is a big plus. He can hold putts with the best of them when, it, when he's under pressure. And of course, his links for him, you know, in England and, and Scotland. He's had plenty of uh, great finishes. Of course, he won the Scottish Open as well. So everything points towards a, good, a, a big performance for Ricky, I think. And, you know, with the place terms that are on offer out there, it's a bit just... I don't think it's mad value, the price, but, you know, with the place terms on offer you just have to be talented when he looks like he's ready.
0: Yeah, so place turns, as you mentioned, I think it's Paddy Power and Coral are both offering 10 places. So, you know, if you do want to, you'll, you'll be taking probably a slightly shorter price. Um, Paddy's are 16 to 1 about Fowler, um, but they are paying 10 places. Coral 14 to 1. But if, you know, you're getting a few more. Bottle Sports 8 places, um, as are uh, Bet365 and Skybet as well. On to the next two guys, two other guys who haven't won majors but are surely major champions in waiting, in Mark Leishman and Brandon Grace. Uh, we'll start with Brandon Grace first, a guy who who you know, certainly fits the bill in terms of links players. His compatriot, obviously Ratif Goose, winning it last time it was here. Um, he's another guy who seems just just well set to to win a major soon.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh- I, say, I don't want to fall into the trap that you know everybody thinks that Grace is going to win an Open Championship. You know what I mean? He's been tipped like that for years. You know, if he's going to win one, it'll be an Open Championship. But uh, he does look prime for this. Have to say, uh, he's just one of those guys that he's very accurate when he needs to be. He, he can hit. Stingers off the tee, and if the fairways play firm, which they may do, they may you know make the greens a bit more receptive, re- receptive, and the fairways you know a bit uh, harder and faster, so he can get the ball a long way, even with you know hybrids and irons off the tee in three woods. So he's very accurate around here, and I think uh, you know he he's got two wins in Doha as well on an exposed track in Qatar. He, he won yeah. that back to back, and. Incidentally, Goosin won that in two thousand and seven as well on the same track. He won at Shinnecock in two thousand and four, so uh, he's about ready. I don't think the price is great again, but again, you know, when it comes to a major, you know, there's plenty of people who have anti-post wagers, you know, and, and be on at some tasty prices. But come the week of a major, I think it's all about judgment. You know, you're not the, the market's set. You know, it's not going to change ridiculously. It changed for Dustin Johnson when on Sunday, obviously and he he. he Changes a, a
0: bit when the likes of you and Ben Curley put your tips as well. <laughs> <yeah. say. laughs>
1: but uh, you know that's it. It's just a, it's just a judgment call at this time. And even though I don't think the, pri- the price about Grace uh, or Ricky for that matter is that good, you know the, temp- the the place is an offer, and just I think he could go well. I just got to go in
0: yeah fair enough and then Mark Leachman a player who was well in contention at Augusta he's been in contention a few times for majors recently but doesn't seem to be able to quite get it over the line but he has been a bit of a ruthless winner on tour as well so he's he's someone who you think similar to Grace has that kind of major experience and is looking good for this
1: I think he hasn't finished outside the the top 13 I think in his last three majors and I think he's made eight or nine major cuts on the trot now as well and of course eight of the last nine majors have gone to first-timers, first-time major winners too so that's why I've kind of gone with a crop of I, th- I think maybe nowadays the determination and the desire plays a, a big part in players winning major championships uh, so Fowler, Grace and Leishman are, are three of the, the best I think they have won one who could definitely win this type of US Open but Leishman, he's a great front runner that's one thing so if he gets ahead early doors or gets towards the top leaderboard I'd expect him to stay around there for the full week he was second when, when we backed him in uh, Texas in the yeah. Trinity Forest course that Curran Crenshaw incidentally designed as well so, and they had a, a hand in the redesign of Shinnecock so I don't think it looks too dissimilar that course Trinity Forest either like, you know, the sight line's off the tee you know, it's, it's flat compared to and a and it won't play anywhere near as tough and the rough isn't as bad but sight lines off the tee it, it was kind of the same and there was no trees on that course it was exposed to wind too so things point towards Leishman this week and I, I do think he is a value price at around 50 to 1 60's
0: one in black time yeah. 7 places
1: yeah I definitely think that's a tasty price for someone who really like he's 14th in the world now and he's, yeah. a, he's a proper powerhouse in Australian golf so I think he's won that's going to keep it on so
0: including the masters three top tens in his last six events as well mark Leashman. 60 to 1 he is with black type they are seven places brandon grace is 40 to 1 best price for Labrooks and bet bright who are five and six places um you can also get 30 to 1 about grace which is basically market price with paddies with 10 places which could be the way to go for a more conservative punter now your fourth tip well, i mean i don't know why why Brought him up fourth because he's the second shortest price, but is a as a man who has won majors before and uh, and and very very well and has his you know his best golf probably in the last eighteen months came on a Lynx course in, in last year's Open Championship and that's and that's Phil Mickelson. Um, Mickelson is uh, around about the thirty-five to one uh, mark again with Black Type. Black Type seem to be dominating some of the best prices here. Um, they are seven places along with Betfred. You know, lefty linksy course. You know. Uh, bigger greens can kind attack of the pin
1: yeah he, he definitely looks ready for it and then obviously forever the bridesmaid in this event with six runner up finishes one of them obviously being a Shinnecock but uh, he's playing the best golf I think he has done in the last 10 years You know, that's including when he won, won the British Open uh, obviously he got his win earlier on in the year in Mexico in the w, WGC edging uh, out know, Justin Thomas in the playoff uh, his putting is very near what it was when he was winning his majors, you know, with regularity. Uh, I think he's second this year in strokes game putting. And that will that will become important if the wind blows, because people will miss greens uh, if the wind. Well, and the forecast does look to be changing a bit. That it's going to be a bit more windy, so there will be plenty of greens missed. Missed, and there's nobody more equipped than getting up and down. If Phil Mickelson, he still got that wizardry. He he'll, he'll get up and down, plenty of time from all. And I, the closely mown areas too suit him as well. You know, yeah. he's played well at Pinehurst which has the same, which is the same deal around the greens. So, it has to be bad. It'd be one of the best stories surely in golf. And, I think in, 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 last. in him
0: and Fowley you got the two romantic choices there. Yeah.
1: Well, it would be as good a story since Tiger one on one leg. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It'd have to be. A, I would love to see it. But it's hard to see a major winner like nowadays. You know, at this age, that that's the thing that puts me off. But I, mm. you know, and I was tempted to maybe leave him off the list. But then again, with the place terms and all out there, it's far too tempting. Just you need to back these guys.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. And he, you know, it, the one concern I would have is uh, he's playing unbelievable golf week in week out. But missed the cut in the players, uh, struggled in the Masters with that second round seventy nine. Is there a concern that maybe he's, you know, he's not, you mentioned his age, he's not quite there for a major championship or just because of the golf he's playing, does that go out the window that fall?
1: Well, I think, I think his last two events were a shade better. I think he's finished in the top 15 his last two starts, but the missed cutting at, at Sawgrass, I would lean too much on that there. Sawgrass is one of those courses where if you're just not totally on your game, yeah. you know, it, it can just go belly up big style. So uh, I wouldn't be worried about that. The Masters was a bit of a surprise because he really was expected to contend there. But uh, maybe everything's geared towards the S Open this year. It's the major he hasn't won, and you know.
0: It's def- the one he won the most, I thought, wouldn't it? Yeah, so.
1: exactly. So completes a Grand Slam if he does it, and it's a big ask, especially at his age. And I know he throws in bad shots and throws in, you know, he can play as well. He could play his way out of the tournament on Thursday, and our our money will be down the pan. But you know. Equally, he could, just, he could get into the tournament from, from yeah, you know, yeah. miles behind too. He's just that special golfer. And If anyone, you know, the greatest in the game writes stories. You know what I mean? And In this era, if anyone's going to rewrite another story, like a major super story in the game, it's either going to be Tiger or Phil.
0: So we're we're going to get to Tiger a bit later on, but we'll just quickly touch on your final tip, which is one point each way on 2016 US PGA champion Jimmy Walker. Um, fair to say he was pretty unfancy going into that event but his golf is is, is looking very sharp recently and at 100 to 1 uh, with a few firms he looks like a, again another popular pick
1: yeah i don't think he's been outside the top 20 in his last five events something like that and uh second at sawgrass was major impressive you know playing a course like that where accuracy is definitely demanded you know and he'll need that again around here at cinecock this week uh you know, obviously he was blighted by illness. I think he had Lyme's disease, but he's come back strong. And again, he's another in the Harmon camp that you just couldn't rule out. Yeah. And uh, he's got plenty of good support behind him. And he won that surprisingly, but it wasn't. You know, a couple of years previous to that, he was being talked about as a major winner. And you know, I know he was a late bloomer on tour, but everybody was saying when he came on the scene, really, that you know he's definitely a major winner and waiting. Although the PGA was a big surprise because it just didn't it yeah. seemed like his time but now he's playing well in the run up to this and he's come through the, the illness and everything's looking good he was he was in the limelight this week for the wrong reasons about marking the ball and you know that kind of nonsense It's being blown out of proportion a bit like him included that's doing it you know but hopefully he can leave that behind him and just get on with the task
0: So yeah Jimmy Walker is 100 to 1 best price with winner bet and bet bright they're both six places if you want a few more Places Bet365 and Skybet are both 90 to 1, and they are both playing eight places. So I'll run through them again just so you can jot them down. Ricky Fowler, three points each way, best price 20 to 1. Mark Leishman, two points each way at 60 to 1. Uh, two points each way, Brandon Grace at 50 to 1. 1. 1.5 points each way, Phil Mickelson at uh, 33 to 1. And Jimmy Walker at 100 to 1, one point each way. They are Niles shortlist his selection of five um we're now just going to quickly before you know before we look at some of the other markets available uh, we'll go through the guys at the top you know we, we, Ricky Fowler is probably that one level behind those those top six in the world in terms of the prices certainly we've got Dustin Johnson last weekend's winner holding out dramatically on 18 for a two in order to secure his victory an unbelievable star he is nine to one the new world number one uh, Rory McIlroy 16 to one Uh, Justin Rose 16 to 1, Justin Thomas 16 to 1, Jason Day 18 to 1, Ricky Fowler is 20 to 1, and then interestingly, Jordan Spieth 22 to 1 uh, with Black Type. That is very much a standout price. And Tiger Woods 22 to 1 uh, with Skybet and 188, a much bigger price than he was for the Masters. We'll start at the top, and uh, Dustin Johnson, after, I mean, you can't really call it a quiet spell, can you? Because he's now back to number one in the world, but obviously back with a bang over the weekend. And his price shortened uh, Significantly Market price are About 8 to 1 As I said Best price 9 to 1 As short as 7 to 1 Where do you stand on, on DJ going into This US Open
1: Well he threw a spanner In the works Last week really Because I wasn't tempted To back him at all Before his win At the weekend And The annoying thing is That I was Very tempted to back him Last week Just because the field Was that bad And he mm. was 7 to 1 He just wasn't expected To win it You know But uh, he won it In fine fashion Although didn't convince me that he was 100% on his game uh, obviously he's gone in price he's, he's shortened a bit since then but he has the ability to win the US Open quite easy That that's that's the risk when you don't get involved with him like you know mm-hmm. you're sitting there on a Thursday ready for four days of golf and you're thinking as long as somebody doesn't run away with it on a <laughs> Thursday or Friday and I think McIlroy and, and Dustin are the only two really capable of doing that yeah. at the top of their game but uh so that's the fear with Dustin, and he has every chance because he, he he hits the ball in an mail and he, he's gonna he's gonna put himself in good positions. He, there was a few wayward drives at Sunday and throughout the whole of last week, so that's the main reason that I haven't got involved. But I think you know the rough is da- it, it's strange because you read as you say you read so, some previews and they run-up to the Open and everybody has a different view on the course. You know, I think the roughs quite tough. Some mm. people think for for US Open. It, it, it doesn't look that you know it's obviously different than you know the archetypal you know US Open we had in the 90s where it was just high rough and tight fairways this is a bit different but uh, with the American links kind of feel that we've had in the last 10 years but the rough is up and I, I think it's going to be very hard to play out of and if Dustin sprays a few drives I think he'll find himself in trouble he doesn't convince me totally on the greens either and you know you need the whole putts to win majors on, on the back nine and you know, I think he'll win another couple of majors, but he won't go. You know, although he's number one in the in the world, I don't think he'll win a pile of majors. I don't think he'll win as much as McIlroy. I don't think he'll win as much as Spieth or even maybe Justin Thomas for that matter. So, at single figures in this year, so it, he doesn't really tempt me.
0: And, and whilst you, you know, whilst no win on the PGA Tour is going to be easy, I think he was two to five going into that final day, which I thought was a bit big. And if anything, you know, there was a pretty pretty poor field, and they were him and a and a, you know, a PGA Tour. Maiden were, were a few clear of the field, and it seemed that inevitable he was going to win that. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with you. I think that's too too skinny. But that little uh, trio of players at 16 to one is very interesting indeed. I mean, you mentioned the need to hit high irons into into greens, being able to play in the wind, being able to bomb it past the thick rough, and surely Rory McIlroy fits well into all three of those if he's on his game, which is always the tough thing. And and then Justin Rose, obviously in flying form, and then Justin Thomas, who for me, out of all the primaries at 16 to one, seems to be the forgotten man.
1: Yeah, well, he's I think he's got the best
0: uh,
1: win to run ratio like in the last you know eighteen months. So he has to have every chance on sixteen to one. I wouldn't put anybody off. Mm. Definitely not. Uh, he's one you know I, I find a bit difficult to judge. I, I don't really know. I haven't worked out when is the best time to back him I and mean, what type of courses because he just seems to be able to play well anywhere. Yeah. And that doesn't really suit me as you know <laughs> someone that needs to narrow down a field. And yeah. you know it's just it's kind of pot luck with Justin Thomas where you land on him at the right time so I tend to stray, to, to stray away from betting him you know Justin Rose is playing great stuff and you know he won a couple of weeks ago where he was mega impressive so but again at 16 to 1 around that mark he, he doesn't tempt me especially with, I'm not convinced I know his putting has improved over the last 12 to 18 months I'm not convinced it's going to translate to know another two or three major wins well, like, especially yeah.
0: in a tournament where, where you could easily win it you know one or two under then yeah. like you're going to have to make a lot of tricky parts. which is, yeah. if you get Justin on the right day you can do that But,
1: but. yeah exactly and he showed what he could do at Marion like and it was a similar type of test like, I think he won that just maybe at level par or something like that but uh, actually, he's every chance of course but he doesn't he just doesn't tempt me at the odds McElroy would tempt me more than anybody else you know he's heading towards probably near double the price that Dustin is and yeah. he he is, I think he's the number one golfer in the year this year. I think he's he's earned more more world ranking points than anybody else. And uh, although he has many negatives, and he's got he's spurned plenty of winning opportunities this year. You know he has the, just the potential to win this year's Open in a counter. You know which could tempt many people in at sixteen to one. And to be honest. It, it leaves me a bit uncomfortable not backing him either, you know. <laughs> he's, you're, you're, I backed him in the Masters, you know, and he hits odds on after, you know, yeah, what, 55 holes on the Sunday. So he, he's done that plenty of times over the last 12 months. he hit odds on, you know, halfway through an event or mm. even on a Sunday and hasn't won. So he spurns plenty of opportunities. That's the, that's the only thing. And I think his mental frailties have, have maybe been, you know, just seen that kind of side of him over the last 18 months. It's, it's difficult to get involved, isn't it?
0: The hard thing I find with him is his interviews now, after he does that, seem to be he's almost got a bit of the case he's in the Westwards about him, where he's always very, very philosophical. He doesn't seem to be too downbeat about, about mm. not closing out tournaments. I think losing that competitive edge is something that maybe you know, we're seeing him now struggle to, to close out for that reason. If he hasn't got that fire,
1: yeah. yeah, it's a difficult one to judge. I just don't know why he doesn't win more often. Mm. You know, he's got all the talent in the world. Um, and
0: he's won, I mean, he's won a few tournaments in his time, hasn't he? So it's yeah. not like he can't close it out.
1: I think there's just a slight you know, inferiority complex yeah. about him. I don't know whether it, it, it's from where he comes from or wherever. I, I don't know. There's just something there that he, he just doesn't believe half the time. And it, it's, just, it's a strange one for someone who, who's won so often and won so many big events. But one thing that I will say about him is that he's a learner. He's, he's always learned from these mistakes, and he's come out of... Periods and troughs in his career, and learned from those times. And won. And although this is, this year's been great on paper if you look at it, but everybody's just talking about the negatives. Yeah. But on paper it looks fantastic. Mm. Obviously the win at the Arnold Palmer as well, Well that was spectacular. But everybody's just looking at the negatives, and that's dangerous too because you know McIlroy's won four major championships now, and he's sitting there at sixteen to one.
0: Well, that's us hope that when Rory does get his fifth. Major. The rest will come thick and fast afterwards. Uh, we'll touch on Jason Day, who looked to be coming back to form before a poor showing at Memorial, and Jordan Spieth, whose only you know, whose only performance of merit this season came in the Major Championship, at the Masters.
1: Yeah, Jason Day is he's he's having a great year, and as as one of the t- at pains was, you know, that impressed me the most out of the whole year, and his putting is absolutely outrageous. You know, mm. obviously it was Manson, especially on telling you know, about not having a three putt in so many holes and you know it was just inevitable it was going to happen pretty soon but he's on a run again I know three putts and that's going to be that's going to be very important for him this week you know, his putting is better than anybody else in the field I'd say and if you want anybody to hold a putt to win a major championship or down the back nine to get in contention or take the lead he's the one you want uh, yeah poor showing recently but he really does have the game for this place doesn't he, he yeah yeah he can drive the ball very well. I backed him when he won the PGA at Western Straits and you know, it's not too dissimilar. Like you know, it's it's one of them American Lynxy kind of places. So uh he has to he has every chance and but just a few more tempt me on the market one of him.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then Jordan Spieth at twenty twos, I mean he's one we probably have to, I mean, given the, the layout of the course it's probably not one suited to him. Although having said that, a good links player who seems to sometimes, you know, surprise us when we think the course yeah. is set out for him
1: well he'll be the one that I'll be crying into my betting slips on Sunday if he wins because <laughs> I'm not on because I love the man Yeah, you know, he's, I think he's my, he's my favourite golfer in this generation without a doubt uh, he picks for majors that's the thing and plenty of people will back him at, at, at that price 20-22 mm-hmm. to 1 and I wouldn't put anybody off because he is I think he's primed to win majors. I think that's that's his goal to win as many majors. And I, I think of all this crap, he will comfortably beat them all in major major wins. I think he'd win more. He could win four or five more than McIlroy. I think he'd probably be next uh, out, out of that crop of players. But Spieth for me is is an absolute genius, and he can turn it on at any point. He's obviously had the putting problems of late, uh, but they have the putting problems have seeped in in his career at certain points, and he's he's come out of it although this time it's taken a long, long time to come out. And uh, there hasn't been really any signs that it's going to improve that much, the a major. Yeah, But you couldn't put it past him because you'll find a solution at some point.
0: We, we, I mean, I, I agree with you entirely, but I just do feel like if you know, these guys are going to have to be hitting long irons into these big greens, and, and we, we spoke about these struggles maybe off the tee to tilt up to those lengths, and you just feel like he's going to be Slightly disadvantaged going into the, going into the week weekend.
1: Yeah, well that's it. he could he could be faced with a few longer irons than everybody else, and the raised greens. Obviously, well, I, mean, he, I, I do think a high ball fight will definitely help. He doesn't really have that, mm. so
0: he's I a guy, fighter,
1: isn't he? Okay, <laughs> there's no bigger fighter in the game than yeah. Spieth. You know, he, he's just absolutely great to watch, and you know, just when you think he's beat, he'll do something special. I think that's he's just. He's just a special golfer, and he's in the mold of Woods for me. You know, when they look back, you know, obviously Tiger struggles over the last few years. We've seen the old video pop up on social media and stuff of just the special things that he did, and he, it's easily forgotten. But there's already a, a showreel for space yeah. the things that he's done, and more than anybody else in the game. And if anyone's capable of just coming back, you know, when it's back up against the wall, winning a major, it's him.
0: Finally, we can't uh, do this podcast without talking about Tiger Woods. Um, I think that at the 22-1 offer, uh, I'm very happy to swerve. I mean, you've mentioned the long rough, and we've seen, despite he's obviously back to something near near his best, I mean, still a fair way off. That big stick surely will land him in a bit of trouble this weekend.
1: Maybe, maybe. But maybe this is the week he, he drives a bit better. You know, the fairways are a bit wider. And I think his recovery at the memorial was mm. super, you know? And I think that shows maybe that's an extra step in his comeback you know you're coming back and you've you've got just being fit is the first thing second is making cuts third's competing you know and fourth maybe at the memorial was coming back from the dead basically when he looked like he was going to miss the cut and uh, he was doing spectacular things there holding shots from the you know, middle yeah. of the fairway and a power four so He's not far away. Well the second to Casey earlier on in the year too, he is not far away and I don't think his I think his price is right. I said that in the masters as well. I don't think you know I don't think he could be laying much bigger. You know, he's younger than Phil. And you know he's got a few years yeah, and yeah. Phil like, you know, and Phil's been and tip tipping Phil this year and I you know he's he's what forty seven years of age, forty eight maybe now. So like Tiger's got a few years on that and he's a few years doing a major So if nobody if, if people think it's just beyond Tiger Woods, wrong. Definitely wrong.
0: And we asked people earlier today to to tweet in a few questions to us. We're going to go through those questions in a second. But I just wanted to... We did this podcast for the Masters. And I I think I asked you what you thought of my nap, which was Paul Casey to finish in the top 10 at 5... Was it top 20 at 5 to 6? He made me sweat. But that nice 61, I think it was on on the final day, got us there. Um, He's 60 to 1 to win this event. I think that realistically we can all agree that he probably isn't one you're going to be backing to win it. But he's 5 to 2 to finish top 20. Uh, best price with Betfair and Paddy's. And this is a guy who's solid as a rock, who surely his game is going to be fairly suited to this, this tough track.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think uh, with the place terms on offer too, you could, you, I wouldn't put anybody off, off having an each-way bet on him. To be fair, I think him, Casey and Stanson would have been the next two on my list that I was tempted to back. Uh, Casey's playing well this year. and low everybody goes on about you know, his ability to finish offence and get over the line he got over the line of Valspar yes he was a few groups ahead of the rest and he was in the clubhouse but he still did it and he's won plenty of times before and if ever there's going to be a year where he wins a major it probably will be where he's won the when PGA won, yeah. Tour as well yeah, yeah, so this is probably for me his best chance of winning a major I would say to date uh, he had a good chance in the Masters too I fancy him to go well there as well so he, he you know he's got all the credentials you want for us open and he's sitting at an AC3 price and yeah top 20
0: well i mean he's only finished outside the top 20 in two of his nine events this year yeah. um and again he's, he's bubbling up to form fifth tied fifth in the wells fargo as well so you know if, if i know you've all tuned in to listen to now but if you want to hear one tip from me then that's it it's going to be casey top 20 at five to two uh that is with betfair and paddy power um we've spoken about that market i mean we, we, we're we were asked about um, the top Asian market. Andy Watson uh, on Twitter tweet, uh, tweeted you specifically saying, Hi Niall, can you see any juice in any of the top nationality region markets? Quite like Tong Lee in the top Asian market. Myself, I'll get that top Asian market up now. But I mean, top Asian market looks like quite a tough one. I, I've been on to to win um, at 150 to when it was yesterday with Black Type. Um, but... Getting the market up, we can see that Hideki is a fifteen to eight favourite, Kim fifteen to two, On An and Kiridek, uh, Banrat at eight to one, Siwoo Kim, nine to one, uh, Chow Lee, ten to one, and then Hao Tong Lee twelve to one, fourteen to one. Bar.
1: Who are you going up there? It's a tempting market for me, and I'm with you on Ben On. You've backed them out right. I haven't backed them out right, but I'll back them in the top Asian. I think that eight to one is a super price, especially you know. Place terms on that, have you got the place? Yeah, terms? Yeah,
0: uh, quarter to three. Quarter to three, that's, that's, elaborate. that's
1: very tempting because it's half, you know, it's almost like a bad each way market that with yeah. the, the amount of uh, players at the bottom and we, and there. I love those, isn't you know, they, Yeah, they'll, <laughs> you know, there'll be a fair few in that market that'll miss the cut. But Matsuyama, you know, the prices maybe aren't wrong based on their outright prices, but just because of the potential that Matsuyama has yeah. to win. But he's not playing great lately, and he's, he's been going through a bad span in his career. Maybe he turned it round at the Memorial. I think he had the first round lead at the Memorial, but he faded badly in that event. I expected him to go on. You know, He'd won the Memorial before. I expected him to go on and maybe get the job done. But he faded badly and didn't, wasn't competing at the weekend. Like, so at 15-8, I think he's very weak. Uh, I think he's even shorter than that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, some, some
0: firms have him at 6-4, 5-4, to, four, five to four, Victor. Yeah, he's a weak
1: favorite for me, and Ben Ann he was in the same event. Obviously, got beaten in the playoffs in mm. that event. Uh, he eclipsed him that week, and I don't see the fifteen to eight or six to four versus eight to one. Definitely not. I think Ben Ann's a, a great each way bet in that top using market.
0: Any uh, any view on, on Hal Lee for um, for Andy?
1: Yeah, well, he's a super talent, like, You know, and he won earlier on in the year too, beating McEnroy, So. You know, it's just whether he's going to take another step up in the major championships, I don't know. Ben on. you would have thought maybe he would have took, took, up, took that step up a bit sooner And After his was when it went worth. you were thinking this, this guy could be very special. He yeah. hasn't done an awful lot since, but he's coming into form now. How tung Lee still has a lot of developing to do, uh, a lot of learning to do on, on the majors, and especially these type of majors that are very tough. So uh, I'd be more tempted by Ben on.
0: Interesting. Ali Maxwell tweeted us in saying, this kind of ties into what we were talking about early on in the in the pod. Hi, just watched a video which suggested that the course can be very windy and tough and it'll take a smart golfer to prevail. So who do you consider to be the smartest players who can use intelligence or mental strength to overcome the issues the course throws up?
1: It's an interesting one because are there any intelligent golfers anymore? You know, <laughs> everybody just, it's just... Gone who, born away? Yeah, is, yeah, well, yeah, maybe <laughs> him. scientist, maybe him. Yeah, to be fair, he came to mind because he is, you know, he is a thinker, you know, and he is is one at the memorial there. I, I know I tipped him, but I I don't know how he got. I don't know how he got the job done. He, he didn't deserve it. That's one of my tips to get over the line. Yeah. Didn't deserve to get over the line. So that's one against the head because plenty deserved to win this. One. <laughs> so. Uh, him getting, I don't his driving on that Sunday was absolutely abysmal and, but he worked hard, I remember seeing him on the range even on the Saturday and the Friday night after he had finished, he was on the range the late, and that, he was determined to win that event, it was just sheer determination so guys like that can win the US Open, although his driving would put me off, he found himself in deep trouble in the memorial there when the pressure was on and if he was in the pressure here again in the US Open I think yeah, the same yeah. would happen I don't, he, he, the win at memorial was a, a miracle for me but guys like that maybe but there's not many intelligent golfers about uh, if you're thinking mental strength Mickelson would be a big one no task is beyond him uh, any trouble he gets into you know, and he, you know he can have that bounce back ability thing you know he can make a double and come back with a birdie he, he's he got he's got it all up there like you know he could he could, if you're looking at intelligent golfers then Tiger's Tiger's won too the way he came back at the memorial there uh, just that mental strength you know, obviously the mental strength to get over the line the last time you won the US Open on one leg as well you know yeah. that's you know that's the kind of players you were looking for in the US Open down the years but that's changed now the last 10 years of the US Open by well, these American Lynx style courses they've suited the Bombers, they've suited the, the Birdie Makers, you know, they've suited the attacking golfers so I think we we don't know how it'll play out you know Shinnecock could be surprises in there and you know, all of us are guessing to a certain degree how yeah. the course is going to play. So it, it could play out differently, and those intelligent golfers and smarter ones could be the ones to the fore. Grace maybe one. Yeah. You know, he's he's won major championships that can grind out a score, and I think his win at uh, Harbour Town, as well as the Doha, win you know on an exposed track, mm. as I said in the write up, like I think that's a good marriage, like to have around Seneca.
0: And also interesting that we're talking about intelligent golfers, and I think if we had this conversation with 100 golf fans, the name Dustin Johnson wouldn't come up once, and he is our single-figure price favourite. So make of that what you will. And um, you mentioned briefly before we came on that you may have a, a, an angle for the top Spaniard market.
1: Yeah, I just think Cabrera Bello is an emerging force. Uh, he still hasn't, uh, he still hasn't just quite hit the heights that I thought he would. Like even five years ago, I was thinking this. You look at a swing, it's just pure poetry. It's one of the best in the yeah. game. I love watching him. And uh, he went close for us in Italy recently. But he couldn't... I was impressed with him that week because he finished a couple of shots off the lead. He got everything out of the four rounds. He couldn't have finished one shot better. Mm. He attacked maybe on the 17th hole or the 71st hole when he had a chance of winning. But I thought it was remote at that stage and made a bogey that played himself out of it. But I think... Uh, he's just you've got Ram and Garcia who are mentally weak a lot of the time yeah Garcia Garcia hasn't impressed me at all since his Masters win I I touched on that a few times in a few write ups in the last 12 months where uh, I just think the desire and the passion just wasn't you know he went so long in his career without winning a major that you you never thought he was going to get over the line because it was Mm. too much of a mental battle but then he got over the line I just think the passion and the, the desires maybe dipped yeah. a bit and I don't think we'll see many more special major performances out of him John Rahm obviously could be anything and the course on paper would suit him but you know does he have the mental strength for US Open if it's going to play tough there's no doubt it'll play tough at times we don't really know the score but you know I don't know if Rahm will put his best foot forward so Cabrera Bello he he never misses cuts either and, and the good That's,
0: thing about I mean, people may be concerned that he's you know, struggle to get over the line and win, win events, but you don't have to in this in, in this in, in this market. Do yeah, you exactly. easily, Roman Garcia blow out, and he's you know, the steady Eddie who yeah. gets you
1: there. Plenty of people have called him choker down the years, you mm. know, and that's a fool, a foolish thing to do. You know, he, he has won events, like I mean, obviously he has thrown at a few events too. He just like Dustin, down, Dustin was called a choker back in the day as well. Yeah, obviously, yeah. with his uh, majors that he should have won to begin with, but that's foolish, as we've seen, and. uh Cabrera Bello has everything in the locker I think to win a major championship in his career and he could win one and uh, just up against two weakish Spaniards I think,
0: I think he's around a 4-1 mark. 7-2 best price now with yeah. Betbrite, a bit of blue on Oddschecker so maybe you've been tucking in this morning Niall, I'm not sure. Maybe but <laughs> Finally, before we close this up, um, Miko L on Twitter says, Nile is too hot I think it's why I'm punting here. Uh, so I got to ask, who is going to lift the trophy in Russia? I think it's a, he, he's after a World Cup tip here. So tell us, mm. who's your fancy for the World Cup?
1: It's on original, but it has to be Brazil for me. Yeah, yeah. I don't. The Fabs. It, it's a tough one to judge, like you know. But I think Neymar could be the difference between winning and losing the cup.
0: So there you have it, Brazil and Ricky Fowler is your summer double. Make sure you use the OddsChecker site in order to get the best price for that double. It'll be very, very different to, to, the, to the worst out there. Use the site as well to, to see all the best odds, all of Niall's tips. So the tips are up there now, um, they'll be up there throughout the week as well. Loads and loads going on, um, and it's especially with the World Cup starting on Thursday. It's a huge weekend of sport, and OddsChecker, we've got you covered.